What's up, everybody? AJ and Joe here. Thanks for joining us on Truth Be Toked. I just want to thank everybody for listening to the first episode. I got a lot of good feedback. Um, what do you think about that, Joe? Yeah, from what you said, a lot of good feedback. Um, it's exciting. You know, we're trying to build something here from nothing and uh, all the support we can get. Much appreciated. Um, if you've been listening, you've either been doing it on Spotify or the Anchor app. Uh, we're in the process of figuring out what's going on with getting it on Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Google Podcasts. So as soon as we get those issues resolved, uh, you guys will be the first to know. Uh, please give us a follow on Instagram at Truth Be Toked Podcast. That's at Truth Be Toked Podcast. Um, once again, thank you, everybody. Give us a like. Did they do that or no? Uh, follow. Oh, okay. F- follow that shit. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. They told me they were going to do that. Sure enough. Got to work yesterday. I felt like I drank a big old cup of coffee, bro. Yes, crazy story. I was watching this movie with Pop. They told me, uh, make sure you take them in the morning because, uh, take them late. Can't sleep. Maybe that's why I can't sleep last night. All amped up on the roids. Got bronchitis. You have to take in that little plastic shot glass. Yeah. Boy. It just measures it correctly. What flavor is it? Ugh, I don't think it is a flavor. It's just some fucking weird shit. It smells like maybe cherries. Cherry. But it's a cough suppressant, so I'm not coughing all crazy. Shit, bro, I was watching the news. Did you see that about the bags? Plastic bags? Yeah. At the start of the year, Bernalillo mm-hmm. County? Yeah. What do you think? Thing. That's stupid. Um, Remember I was telling you about the needles and shit like that? Was I telling you about that? No. So, like, it makes no sense to me, bro. Like, they're, like, all adamant about, oh, take away plastic bags and and people, I was reading the comments on the news, uh, the news Facebook page. Oh, Albuquerque, that's so good. You're switching to no plastic bags. We're doing so, so such good things for the community. And I'm like, that's such bullshit, man. They're just like, uh, they're just um, trying to hide the real problems. So then they put these small problems on blast all over the place. They got these fucking politicians voting on it in the fucking court and all kinds of shit. When at the end of the day, bro, all these junkies, they can go and get free hypodermic needles, bro. Just hand it out to them for free. And then they just go and litter the streets with these fucking needles and, and all kinds of shit. And like, so, like, what's a little plastic bag, bro, when you fucking got these big problems with these fucking junkies littering their hypodermic needles all over the place, you know? Yeah, I just barely heard about the, the plastic bag ban. Um, I guess they've done it elsewhere and I don't know Santa Fe I don't know but so does that mean you can't bring in your own plastic bags if you want them to bag it in a plastic bag will they bag it for you or they be like it's your plastic I don't think so I'm sure you get fined dog 
fined for owning it. Mm. No, everybody has a big, big ass pa- plastic <laughs> bag filled with tiny plastic bags just, in their house. Yeah, everybody but what's the? Shit. You know my. You know it's funny. My dad, he's like a clean freak. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, usually you just have like one bag and you just stuff all the bags yeah. in it, right? That's what I do, dude. He gets them and he'll like fucking, <laughs> he'll make them into a long fucking thing and then roll it up tight. So it just turns into this little like a ball of yarn. And so he has a bag with all these little fucking perfectly wrapped individual balls. So when you need a plastic bag, you just go pull out one of those balls and fucking open it up. <laughs> That's fucking genius if you think about it. Fucking... Yeah. Well, because you could put way more in there. But, you know, he's like a clean freak. So he wants everything looking a certain way. When he's going Almost through them, when he's, when, when, when he's going through them, does he throw out the ones that have holes in them, or does he roll those up? Too? No, I'm sure he throws them out because that's just setting you up for failure. At that yeah, point. see. But no, come on, man. You know when there's a fucking hole in that, you get rid of it. I don't <laughs> know. Don't Sometimes know. I pull one out and it has a fucking yeah, hole. And damn, that pisses this. me off. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, for sure. And that I hate when I'm where I need to be, and that's the only one I have. It has the fucking hole in it Like I'm trying to clean my car out Or something Yeah Yeah But yeah I don't know I just think there's so I mean I'm all for helping the environment I don't want to sound like Oh like I'm fucking a downer Or whatever But there's so much more things going on That we need to concentrate on It's just unbelievable That these people are Mm. are so concerned Over this plastic bag Yeah Um, You think if they were so concerned about it They would just Take it upon themselves To do it themselves And not have to have a fucking politician fucking whatever they do to ban it right like passing just, the bills like and shit. just let each if you're such a good fucking them. no like the individual you're because i these people writing the comments i bet you they go and get the fucking plastic bags and don't say shit right now well, well that's how it has been for a while like you've noticed in the last few years like everybody has those cloth fucking yeah Duffel bags that they carry to the, the store fucking with nerds, them. No, nerds um, walking around the store with their fucking. <laughs> is I, that you, Joe? Like, no, I don't. Nah, I ain't no, I'm just shit, but, um, No, it's good. I get it. Yeah, right. I, 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 I guess you could have you could have kind of seen it coming because I mean people have been switching over to that yeah, on their own. I guess so. And now they're like, it's legit. Yeah, it's I legit. I just. But I'm not gonna. And then it makes you, you know, I don't own one of those cloth bags. Like, do I got to, I, now I got to go buy one of those if I want to go buy groceries. Like, who's selling the cloth bags? Making money off off no. selling the cloth bags now. Because obviously the sale of those is going to go they up. They do. I, I actually, know, uh, so on that news flash, they had a, they had a, an address, a store or whatever. Some place was going to give them out for free. Oh, okay. So you could go pick some up. But, you know, every store sells their own. I think it's like a dollar a piece or whatever. Am I just being a cheap fuck? It's only a dollar? Well, like, I'm I guess, cheap like, too, I, but... I guess I could go fucking buy a, buy buy a like couple. buy ten of them, though? I guess. Fuck. Yeah. That's what it's going to go... What about paper? They ain't going to have no paper sacks? They'll probably still have paper. That's a good question. You know, when I was young and we'd go to the grocery store, I remember my mom would always ask for paper. Paper like, was... remember the furs? Paper was bigger back in the day, yeah. First, yeah. Paper. They would ask you, you know, paper or plastic. That's a, that's what that phrase comes from. I think they automatically gave you paper, and you had to tell them if you wanted plastic. Like, they just assumed you wanted paper, because paper, I don't know. You gotta hold it. Just something it. else to fucking collect. I remember at, at growing up, big old stacks of those fucking paper bags, and never, I don't know what you kind of use them the same way, if you could. Like, that's what I would do with them. Yeah, but man, there's way more problems to deal with than fucking, uh, than the fucking plastic bags, bro. 
How come you never text me back, bro? I fucking would text you about the fight, and you never text me back. Uh, We'd be talking, and then as soon as I ask you something about the fight, you would never say nothing. Oh, the the Rampage? Yeah. Fight? <laughs> nah, man, I, cr- I crashed out. Did you watch it? No, I, uh, I, I didn't... I. I read the the live okay. breakdown of it, so I read Bro. about I read what happened, and then um, I don't think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It uh, <laughs> no, it's all good. It showed up on YouTube the next day. I watched I watched the replay of it the next day. Oh, okay. but I wasn't like, dude. I don't think Rampage threw one punch. That fucking whole thing, and I'm not trying to be an asshole, bro, but that fucking fight looked like he took a dive, bro. But I can't blame the dude. I wouldn't want to fight Fedor. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I don't want to fucking stand toe-to-toe with that fucker. But I'm going to be honest with you, bro. It was it was really weird to me. That's all I can say about um, it. It was weird. Nah, like, he, uh, I, I, I watched his interview after the fight, and, like, he, he admitted that he needed to lose weight, and he came in way too heavy, and... Molasses? Uh, 265, that's the heavyweight limit, and, uh... He's never weighed that, and he was. I mean, it was clear he was. I think he was stuck. Worst, or what? worst shape of his of his fighting career. So basically, but, uh, it was for the money then, or. Uh, I hate I, when these guys know. are doing wanna... this shit now, though, man. No, I mean it's their job, bro. Like, um, so it was uh, it was a Bellator fight, and it was in Japan because both of them are huge in Japan. Uh, that's where they both From started Pride, their, right? their careers. Yeah, back in Pride. And back when they were in Pride, they were both running each of their divisions. Fedor was a heavyweight champ, just cleaning everybody out. And Rampage was, um, you know... Light heavy? The, or uh, he, he was light heavy, but it was... Uh, they, they called it middleweight in Pride. Oh. It, was, uh, it, it was 205. Oh, which, yeah, because they had to unify the belts on. That was some shit when they transferred to UFC. Wasn't that the... Yeah, because uh, him and Henderson... Had okay. to had to unify the belt, but anyway, Man. back to uh, back to that other shit. Um, you know, it was a they they wanted to do it in Japan because you know because they were so popular because they were so popular. But that fight should have happened when they were in their prime. They you were know? seeing ninety thousand people or some crazy shit. Yeah, because they they in Japan they have the they have it in those huge arenas, and they that's insane amount of people. Yeah, and um, but that fight in their prime would have been. Possibly, yeah, possibly a, a different story because Rampage, uh, back then he was a beast. Dude, it just he'd been doing good. Like that fight against uh, Vandalay Silva, he was throwing, bro. He was throwing even in that makers. one, even in that one, even though it was, uh, I don't know what weight that was at. I think that one was at was at heavyweight as well, but he wasn't that big. I Dude, think he, he was like he should have went balls to the walls for 30 seconds then the first 30 seconds because I, I, mean, I didn't see this dude throw one fucking punch, dude. I thought it was really weird, but again, I'm not, I'm not as, as, uh, I don't have so much knowledge on that, that kind of stuff, but I, to me, I just was like, man. And then I started reading comments about how uh, people saying, oh, Fedor's friend wasn't going to let him fucking lose his, his last fight, his retirement fight, and this uh, and that, and all I, kinds I, of yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't think he's retiring just yet. I, I watched uh, both of their <coughs> their interviews after the fight, and like okay. I said, Rampage said he needs to lose weight. He's, he's not done. Shit, that was and crazy. And then uh, Fedor said uh, he's going to continue on his... Uh, retirement tour he's just been fighting a lot of a lot of names that he should have fought back in the day and now now that's that's what's so sad no i remember like back when we used to want him to fight uh randy couture and shit come to ufc i guess that was some political shit no so well that was before the ufc UFC bottom and then fader was always under contract he always had some crazy russian contract he was never under contract with the organization he's fighting with 
he has like his own Russian like. That's too bad though, no? That, mob that didn't, shit going on. Hmm? Yeah, I get it, but that's too bad that they couldn't make it happen when they're in their prime. Yeah. This is, this is college. You know, I don't want to follow college football at all, really. I don't follow college at all, man. I felt like shit. I walked in, I walked into the urgent care. Uh-huh. And I had an OU shirt on, but it's all it's the one I had on, and it was clean. My family's from Oklahoma, and they send me clothes. Yeah. Um, and I, I had an OU shirt on, and he walks in, and he's like, rough night for you guys last night, bro. And I had no idea what he was talking about. What? That's funny. And guess what you had played the night before? Yeah, they've, that's always been a solid program from my understanding. I, mean, I don't follow the shit, but uh, it's uh, you always hear about Oklahoma oh, being there. Yeah, for sure, bro. That'd be crazy to go to one of those those games I there. Have, bro. Oh, fuck. It's like 100,000 people and shit. Dude, I have, bro. It's fucking crazy. Nah, it's nuts. So you show up. I mean, when I went, so when I went, I was young, bro. I wasn't 21, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But uh, they shut down about two block radius around the college stadium. Uh-huh. And it's just a fucking party. You see, you know, you know how we yeah. have the tailgate parking lot. Yeah, some bullshit. They have two blocks, and there's people selling beer, vendors, bro. Yeah. In those, in that radius, bro. Tall boys, boom, boom, boom. So I'm underage, but someone can just buy me one and give it to me. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't make a scene. You know, just... So I'm there drinking these tall boys. I was probably like 17, bro. Yeah. You know what else is crazy? About and you Oklahoma? guys, and you guys went to the to the tailgate and to the game. Yeah. What was that stadium like? Dude, like, the, the, was it nuts. like the loudest thing you've ever heard? It's the loudest thing I ever heard. You've been to a NASCAR race though, too. Yeah. So that's louder that's, than that. No. Fuck. Not louder than that, but <clears throat> you know what? I can remember the going up to our seats as stairwells. Uh huh. But I can remember there's so many people, bro. The ground is fucking shaking, bro. Like not in, like intensely. This is at OU. Feel, yeah, you feel vibration under your feet because there's so many people. That's fucking just that's, going to their seats. Yeah, and shit, that's kind of scary, man. Thinking that that structure's holding a hundred thousand people. Wow, yeah. Um, and then when you go to the uh, when you go to the NASCAR, when Ooh. the cars pass you on the track, isn't it like a like a shockwave? Like you feel them, like you the ground rumbles when they pass by. Yeah, dude, I remember the, it's the noise though that gets you. I guess the combination, but that noise. I remember the first time I walked up the stairs uh-huh. to where you can see the track. The first time a car drove by, bro, yeah. it, it made me turn around and take off running back no down the stairs. Shit. Scary. Loud as shit. Do you wear uh, headphones or is, or is that like the pussy thing to do? No, wear headphones? you should, but like really only like the little kids and the old ladies and shit wear them. Oh, okay. Mean, but you didn't I wear mean, headphones? No, but I mean, I would have. You would have now looking back at it? Yeah, if I had them. Did you lose sure. some hearing because of it? Kind of. It's yeah. loud as fuck. I'll tell you that. And people sit so close to each other, and they fill that fucking place up, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. But you know what? It's crazy. Um, back to the um, football stuff. You know what's crazy about OU, bro? Um, Oklahoma is a scalping-free state. So it's legal to scalp tickets, bro. Wow. So if you have extra tickets, say, like, for the OU game, mm-hmm. you just walk uh, walk around, and there's people. Say me. I needed two tickets. I, I have my hand up like that with the a two. two. And if you have them, you come up and approach me and we talk turkey. You know, pricing yeah. and, and whatnot. Yeah. But it's all legal, bro. Huh. I it's wonder I, I wonder how many states 
or like that because like because like you never really think of that like how is that something that's like really enforced in states where it's illegal i don't know you know well i always think of it it's always like you don't remember the tool time episode where tim allen and, and al got arrested for scalping tickets yeah and then there's also a goldberg's episode where they're selling concert tickets and they so I guess it's pretty so, fucking illegal. I guess, illegal, like, huh? undercovers do try to set up stings on that kind of shit. But, like, come on. That's some petty shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. But I just know I remember that being, like, a cool deal. That I Like, what's he doing? Tell my uncle. You know, see the guy like that. Yeah. And then if you have tickets, you can just hold them up. Damn. And uh, he's, I'd, like, he's I'd, selling I'd be, the tickets. I'd be curious like, to find out how many other states are like that. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. That's nuts. Yeah, but that NASCAR, yeah, you are right about that. Have you, um... Have you been to any other pro pro events? You know, I've been to the Rockies games, bro, when I was younger because we used to go to um, Colorado once a year for a soccer tournament. Mm-hmm. And I've been to um, the Rocky Stadium a few times. Oh, shit. Uh, I actually have a funny story about that. You know, like I always say that. Man. Yeah, let's fucking hear it. <laughs> so, dude, uh, we would always go, but we had uh, we would always sit in this section. It was called the Rock Pile. Okay. And it's the cheap one. I remember back then, dude, it was like $2 seats to go sit in the rock pile. And it's these nosebleed seats. Where it's like the grass of the isotopes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, we would get these $2 seats, you know, as you're way far away from everybody. And uh, the point of my story is is that we, we went um, before the game started, got our nosebleed seats. And my dad, you know, he's he's always been really cool. He's like... Let's go see if we can get close down to the players. See, so just go check it out. And he's like, so we took off, like, cruising the stadium. Uh-huh. We, we make our way to this elevator, bro. And he's like, let's go. And my, I was always a chicken shit, man. But I remember my dad's like, no, come on. Dad, we're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> boom. He grabbed me. Boom. We get on the elevator. We go down to the level to where, like, you need a fucking wristband, bro, to be down here. I don't know how we passed. Somehow he got us past security, man. And we got down to where the, the good seats were. And you're looking over the wall, and you're mm. right there. There's the, the outfields, you know? There's the, yeah. the players, the outfields, yeah. in, bro. Right there. And all I remember is before we got caught, I ran down there, looked over the wall, and I had my baseball mitt, you know, just because mm. that's what a thing you do, you know, when you go see a professional baseball game. Yeah. The ball came our way, bro, to the outfielder right in front of me, and I'm not even lying, bro. I put my glove over like that, bro, and he fucking turns around and throws me the fucking ball, and I grab it. And me and my dad were so freaking happy. We turned around and took off running, just that, like so happy, that's man. That's so awesome. And we caught that elevator and went back up. And I still, to this day, my dad, he put that ball in a, he bought a, he bought one of those ball uh, like the trophy little, things. Like the yeah. little plastic uh, cube. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, and my mom wrote on it, you know. Sandlot, uh, Sandlot style. My mom wrote on it, uh, ball caught on Rocky's game. And she wrote the guy's name, the outfielder's name. That's like, fucking cool. like, who would ever cool. remember that? Yeah. Man? She wrote down the name and everything, and my dad put it in that case, bro, and they still have it. You know, this is uh, 20 some, 25, 26, 7 years later, bro. That's an awesome story. And I just remember the feeling, though, bro, when he yeah. threw I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, it was like if we won the lottery, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hey. Um, and then this is at the time, at, at that point in time, too, the security's like telling my dad, you guys don't have bands, you guys need to go, you know? Yeah. Fucking! The only time I ever got a game ball, I was at an Isotopes game and I was sitting in on the right field line, and um, it yeah the Isotopes were batting. I don't remember the batter or whatever, uh, but it was a right-handed batter. So if you're if it's a right-handed batter, 
and you're sitting in the right field, like right there, you got to keep your head on a swivel, you know? Because oh, yeah. those line drives, those foul balls, they, they go right into that section, right? Well, like the so. game, game had just started and um, maybe like second inning and I'm sitting there fucking, of course, not fucking paying attention like I should considering where I'm at, you know? And um, <clears throat> sitting there enjoying my beer and I hear a crack of the bat, and I hear I'm not paying attention. I'm not looking near home plate or the pitcher's mound anywhere in that area. And I hear everybody around me go, <gasps> and fucking I look up, and I can see the ball coming right at me. This motherfucker cracked it, too. It, I, I, would, I would guess how fast it was going, but I don't know exactly. You know, it was fucking flying. Fast. Enough for me to fucking look over, and I see it coming right at me. Well, I fucking reactively, I stood up and the ball hit me right in the forearm on my left arm, pinged right off my left forearm and flew up in the air. And I caught that motherfucker. But I swear to God, it fucking fractured my fucking forearm because that shit was fucked up for like six months to a year after. That's that good old uh, baton. What do they call that one? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you call it, but my yeah. shit was fucked up for like six months to a year. I got the no ball. Way. I got the ball. But the thing was, if I went to stood up, like when I stood up where my forearm was at, that was like where my face was at and my neck. Ooh, yeah, you dude. know, if that would have fucking clocked me right in the fucking face of the neck, you know, that'd fuck you up. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and everybody was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And, like, the little, the old security dudes came down. Are you okay? I'm like, do you need medical attention? I'm like, nah, man. I was like. Was it, like, a kind of sore? Oh, or? yeah. Like, instantly. Ooh. Like, it turned red, and then it fucking like, bruised. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fucked up. But I, I got the ball. Got that ball, though. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. What'd you do with it? I still got it. I, I, got, I got it in a, in a box somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I kept that shit. Dude, that's um, Dude, I've been to one of those games with my nephew, mm-hmm. and we weren't paying attention the same way, and the ball almost took my nephew's head off, bro. Yeah, and, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, I'm a shitty uncle for not a... I should have fucking... Well, I, nah, know? man, it's uh, it's just one of those things. If you're sitting in that section, you know, if you're if you're behind that netted area behind home plate, then you're you're <laughs> oh, pretty yeah, you're no. pretty safe. But uh, you know, man. But uh, yeah, that's a good story there. Yeah. One time we did a. My Cisco vendor, she they have a box up there, you know, the, the Cisco food supply. The, the private suites? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they gave it to us one, one week, bro. Not this season, but the last. Uh-huh. Dude, and we had a blast. We were, out, we were up there. We get there, they had literally, you walk in and they had Dion's Pizza, because you know how Dion's mm-hmm. is a vendor. Dude, they had Dion's Pizza, burgers, hot dogs, popcorn, peanuts, all in just our little suite for the canvas. Yeah, see, that's cool. TV, and then you go out to the outside and they have like 12 outdoor seats. seats. Yeah. yeah. And we got so hand-boned, bro. We made homies, with they have a cocktail waiter that comes to your suite, bro, and brings you, you order beer like a fucking restaurant. Okay. So, uh, we told him we wanted to do the wave, bro, and he got the wave going from way over there. He started yelling, bro, and we had the fucking whole stadium doing the wave. It was fucking cool, man. Damn. Yeah, the isotopes could be some good times for sure. Yeah, man, it's uh, and it's nice. You're in there, and it doesn't seem like you're in Albuquerque to me. Yeah, it's 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 something to do, Once you know. You get in there. But uh, yeah, it's crazy, bro. Nah, uh, I've never been to a pro uh, like of like the major sports. Um, went to the UFC. 
Where was that at? In uh, California. It was in Anaheim. I remember that actually. That was a that was a pay per view. That was back when they were only doing. Um, I think that was probably they weren't doing them there that often. Huh? They were doing only like. This might have been the point where they started doing them like one per month. They didn't start doing all the like all the fight nights and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it was uh, the main event was BJ Penn versus Matt Hughes for the title, and that was Number their two? that was the rematch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah man. BJ Penn won, right? No, oh, Matt Hughes beat him. Matt Hughes beat him. No, oh, Penn beat him the first in the in the first fight. Oh, yeah, shit. in the first fight, Penn beat him, took That's the title, and then um, and then Matt Hughes. Um, and then they fought again. Matt Hughes won the second time. And then they fought a third time after that. And BJ Penn knocked him out. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, man, that was something to experience. Like watching like an, you know, like even like going to like the amateur shows, you know, locally. It's yeah. it's cool. But like when you get to go to like a, like an event like that, like it's, it's you can't describe it. You got to see it in person. You know, it's totally different than watching it on TV. And we had pretty good seats, you know, but you you spend a little bit of time looking at looking at the big screen for uh like when they go to the ground and shit but um hell yeah, yeah. shit i want to hit up an nfl game or uh you know what i wanted to do is uh, i've never done a basketball either and my family lives in oklahoma right there bro i want to go hit up a thunder game that would be cool that's uh <coughs> that's a really uh it's right there at the ford center oklahoma city that's a crazy crowd too like a really like energized crowd for the thunder games and like they're notorious for having like a really loud, loud uh, arena. Yeah, man, I've been wanting to do that for years. I just never do it. It's a really nice arena too, and they have the whole setup down there. It's called a Bricktown oh, downtown. Okay. It's really nice. Yeah, man, I want to go watch the Titans play, but it's like, you know, I don't want to go watch them somewhere else. I want to go watch them at home, and like, you know, Tennessee's kind of far, and uh, yeah, it is. But uh definitely want to go see my red Sox fucking play in fenway but that's you know obviously that's boston that's even further but um i want i think i'm going to try and do that this coming baseball season go watch them play in boston that'd be dope and uh oh yeah bro maybe you can catch a ball sneak your way down the elevator i don't know i i want <laughs> i want i want to see them uh i want to see them play the yankees in fenway Right. And those are like the biggest games. They sell out like the quickest and um, most expensive tickets and shit. But uh, sounds like a good time. But yeah, yeah, man, you heard the the fucking. They're supposed to come to the to Rio to the Star Center. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Fucking UFC. Um, it's gonna be like a fight night. Um, oh, it's not a pay per view. No, no, it's not a pay per view. There'll be a bunch of local. That's what they did last time too. I think. There yeah, is. yeah, we're not big enough to get a pay-per-view but uh but yeah there'll still be some some all right fights on there um a lot of local people so um it'll be pretty cool i'll check it out dude last time i fucking went to an event over there the fucking star center was the the, it's called the shark fights dude this must have been five six years ago man but i just remember getting fucking hammered drunk they pros or amateur um yeah like you know like before they hit the ufc league yeah one of those Oh, okay. Yeah, King of the Cage kind of style shit. Oh, nice. God, I just remember going with my, my cousins, and we got so fucking drunk, bro. Two beers at a time. Double fist in it. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Last time I got drunk like that was fucking a month ago at the fucking Christmas party. Oh, shit. It's fucking sick, man. Yeah, you didn't tell work. me. You didn't tell me how, how that went. Bro, it was cool, man. We fucking... 
got a nice dinner, prime rib, fucking open bar. We fucking had it smoked out to the max too. That was so the, the the spot was shut down for the day. Yeah, it was closed. And the owners they had bartenders, chefs, servers. Man, we just tore it up. DJ Fuck danced yeah. all night. Got straight hammered, drunk. But no, I got a good one for you. When I was fucking working at O'Hare's, um, the fucking Irish bar, mm-hmm. they uh, they threw us a Christmas party, you know. But they were like. It wasn't like open bar. They're like, oh, give us a couple free drinks or whatever. So I was like, oh, I'll go. And then uh, a couple of the homies, the cooks, they didn't have cars. So they're like, oh, can you come swoop us up or whatever for for the Christmas party? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And uh, my nephew, God bless his soul, man. He's, he still puts up with me, but he would put up with me then. He was probably like 16. Yeah. I call him up. You want to come with me to the Christmas party? Yeah, cool. All right, go swoop him up. Go get the dudes. Go to the fucking Christmas party, bro. Start drinking. They have double whites on tap, bro. But they have the man-sized beers. (laughs) This is when I was like, after this, I was like, now I know why at Marble, after three pints, they kick your ass out of there. Do they still have the boot boot mug that Uh, they used to have back in the day? I don't think they have that one, but they just have like the Hooters man-sized beer mugs. Double white. Double white man size, yeah. Like you, spo- you can't drink. You're supposed to drink eight ounce cups or yeah. No, cups. fuck no, dude. So I was, I thought it was, I was drinking it like it was Bud Light. I started drinking this double white, bro. Um, marble double white. But the first time you'd ever drank it? No, but it was like the second or third. And the first couple times I drank it at Marble, had my three pints and split. And that is that's the and limit. that and that. You, you couldn't tell how strong that shit yeah, was but, just from that yeah but once i get going i don't fucking i don't want to stop but so like even that that marble <laughs> i remember at marble my uncle he took us to go have some beers over there okay and uh i already had my third beer and i'm like let me go ahead and get another one when the waitress came to the table and she's like oh no you reached your limit and i'm like oh no it's my birthday <laughs> it's my birthday i have a driver i'm you know it's all good and she's like no, that's the rules. She's like, you drink three and you gotta go. She's like, damn, you don't gotta go home, but you gotta get the fuck out of here, right? See, like, <laughs> obviously, that's that's a good policy to it's have. I think, it's yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I didn't understand that. Yeah, that's pretty common now, especially with these fucking all these breweries and these people are making some strong ass <laughs> brews, and uh, uh, yeah, man, like one or two, and you're fuck. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, um, it's strong beer. So I'm drinking these beers, bro. These man-sized double whites. Kicking them back. Dude, somewhere along the fucking line, bro, um, I'm blacked out. So I don't even know, understand. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. But I get this strange... I get this fucking crazy idea in my head. I'm going to go to the fucking Connect and score some fucking Coke. <laughs> Damn. So I'm blacked out drunk, bro. I'm blacked out drunk. Supposedly, I fucking... I have my nephew fucking, which is horrible. And I have fucking a couple of the homies. And I guess we load up in the Jeep and take off to the Connect to go fucking score. I'm drinking these fucking man beers, bro. I black out. I get my nephew and fucking get a couple of the cooks, bro. I load up my Jeep and I'm going to go to the Connect and fucking score. Okay. We fucking go, bro. I fucking do go in the crib. I go to his house, go in the crib, do my business, come back out. I guess I went in, you know, scored, came back out, bro. I'm still blacked out at this point, bro. Blacked out. I guess I start driving us back to O'Hare's, bro. All cherry. 
I guess I hit a red light, bro, and I start fucking pouring out, you know, some shit. Start lining it up, bro. Yeah. I guess, dude, I fucking poured out a caterpillar, bro. <laughs> dude fucking hit it, dude. Boom! Woke up, bro, out of my blackout, bro. I'm at a fucking red light. I look up, I'm at a red light. I fucking look down. I got fucking coke on my fucking shit. I look over. My nephew's in the passenger. I look back behind me. I got two fucking homies in the back seat, bro. You're driving? I'm driving. I'm at the what fucking the red light. Fuck? How many years ago was this? <laughs> this was, had to be six years ago. Past the statute of limitations, people. <laughs> Dude. I don't ever fuck around that like That's that, fucking really, crazy. I was blacked out. I got these crazy ideas. Anyway. In fucking Rio. <coughs> motherfucking uh, uh, golf course in Southern Boulevard, red light. Fucking. What? That's it right in the heart of it. There should. Yeah. That's, that's Somehow, fucking crazy. I wake up, bro. I'm like, fucking what the fuck's going on? Keep driving. Get back to O'Hare's, bro. Get out of the fucking ride. My cousin, also my roommate, was there. She had heard, she seen us or something, bro. Fucking heard how, somebody hit her up, told her how drunk I was, bro. Uh-huh. She came to the fucking O'Hare. She's waiting for us in the parking lot. I pull up, bro. She, I get out the car and she's like my older cousin, you know what I mean? So like fucking. What time is this? Dude, it's probably like. Just for reference. 11 o'clock at night, bro. Okay. Christmas party, bro. Employee fucking Christmas party. Anyway. She's mad yelling at me. What the fuck are you doing driving? La, la, la. Get your ass back in the car. I get in the passenger seat, bro. All the homies took off running scared, bro. My nephew's still with me. He jumps in the back. I jump in the passenger. My cousin drives me to my mom's house, bro. Drops me off, bro. Boom. So there I am. All fucked up. Stranded at my mom's, bro. All awake? Were you still awake? Yeah, I was awake. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I was awake. I still that's, had a fucking... That, I still was on that, the... That I, should have been your argument to her. You'd be like, I'm awake now. <laughs> I was blacked out. I'm awake oh, now. Dude. I'm, I'm good. No, I'm balanced now. Uh, dude. That's hilarious. So you want to hear the even funnier part. So I get to my mom's, bro. I walk inside. You know my mom's cool as fuck. My dad's cool as fuck. My aunt's there. Mm-hmm. They just got done eating dinner, bro. I walk up to the dinner table and I sit down, bro. And you know, I'm just hammer drunk. Uh, on you know and flying high yeah dude and then i just remember my mom saying well it's a christmas party what did anybody expect you were gonna do she's like i knew you were gonna get all fucked up i'm laughing bro it dawns on me i gave all these people a ride to the party so i fucking i'm like i snapped bro how are they gonna get home bro i'm like dad i forgot i gave all these people a ride let's go pick them up and take them home God. Dude. <laughs> so I look say? at my phone. Sure enough, they had been blowing me up. My dad's like, all right, load up. Let's go get them. Okay. Get in the fucking, my dad's ride. Go to O'Hare's, bro. My two homies that I gave a ride to, two or three homies, bro. They're out there. Parking lot's empty. The lights are off, everything. And they need a ride home, bro. And they see me and my dad rolling up. And they're like, yeah, fucking AJ. Oh, they're like, fucking. fucking come and <laughs> save the day. Dude, that uh, was a fucking, that was an adventure, bro. Fucking a. Yeah, I mean, those are those nights where you're like, man, you never want that to go. You never want it. You never want another night like that. And you're just lucky that it went went all right, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Christmas parties, brother. Yeah. You know, in the restaurant Fuck. industry. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, I need to get my ass in the service industry. <laughs> Working in a hospital. Well, shit, Working in a hospital, they don't give a fuck about you. Dude, well, the, we work so much, and they wind us up so tight. And when they let us loose, bro, it's... It's something else, bro. Yeah. Something else. Tell you what. 
Yeah, bro. It is some crazy shit working in the service industry, though. But ain't nothing crazier than when I worked in the fucking hotels, bro. That was the craziest shit because you have... It's like a little city, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Within itself because you have the kitchen. You got the front desk. You got the housekeeping. You got the HR. You got the banquet department. There's so much going on. I mean, it's like a little city, so you can mm -hmm. imagine just the crazy shit people get into, bro. You got the Jerry Springer stories and shit, the fucking crazy guests, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, they don't drug test, bro, because the turnover's so high. So you get the fucking... That's crazy. The bottom barrel craziest people, you know? Uh -huh. Mixed in with some good people, don't get me wrong. A lot of the employees, like, fucking around with each other in the hotel? Oh, yeah, bro. Fucking guaranteed, bro. I mean, there's... I. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just say yeah. <laughs> Especially when I was younger, you know, I would partake. But, man, dude, I've worked at some hotel. I've worked at one hotel where I, man, I'm talking, I think they were getting down orgy style and shit, bro. Uh, the banquet uh, department, man. You know, I'm no not shit. even going to say with the place or these people, but. Yeah, dude, I tell you what, they used to have these banger parties, bro. Everybody get ham bone, bro. I mean. And I'm talking the boss would fucking throw these things, man. And, you know, I'm not so, hating. So, so, so they ran out like a banquet room and then they ran out like a floor of rooms? No, no. So what I mean, uh, so the banquet department, they're the ones who work the banquets. So mm -hmm. say your work is throwing you guys a Christmas party and you go have it at the, the hotel. Okay. They're the ones who uh, take out all the food, you know, take out all the water, set the, the silverware up. Those are called the banquet servers, but you got the banquet department. You know, and they consist of, you know, they probably had about 20, 30 employees. But amongst themselves, bro, they would just be partying at, at like a house party. I remember the the, um, the banquet manager would throw these fucking crazy ragers and he had a pool, you know what I mean, at his crib and stuff. Oh, so, shit. Yes, I mean, you're talking fucking, they would get ham bone and fucking fight fucking have orgies or whatever they do i ain't even bullshitting bro some interesting shit <laughs> orgies Dude, whatever they do i'm serious but man fucking one time this lady fucking cut her fucking uh her boyfriend's nuts off bro i ain't even bullshitting with you it was a uh, new year's eve you know it's funny how new year's eve is is uh tomorrow mm -hmm. this is, here we go new year's eve story this we uh the hotel was right next to the casino right yeah. So they had a shuttle going back and forth. So you could rent your hotel at the hotel, and then they had a shuttle that would take you to the casino so you could eat, dance, you know what I mean, do your thing, get all drunk, and then the shuttle bring you right back to the hotel, go upstairs, you know, knock boots, crash out, whatever you do. Well, I guess uh, there was a couple, and they had rented a room at the, at the hotel, took the shuttle to the casino, got, I guess, hammered drunk, and then uh, supposedly the boyfriend was dancing with some other chicks, and I don't know how far that went, bro, but um, they got back to the room, and I guess uh, the boyfriend was so drunk, he was kind of like uh, incapacitated, and the girlfriend took the opportunity because she was upset at him for uh, messing around on her or whatever he did, I don't know, that night, you know, I don't know if they was kissing another girl, what the whole story was, but she took out this little knife, bro, and cut his fucking nuts off. I ain't even bullshitting you. And then took out, took off running, bro. Left the fucking hotel. Fucking and little. We had to call the ambulance and everything, bro. Yeah. Dude, it was funnier than shit. The next morning I came in, bro, and my boss, the executive chef, is cracking up laughing. He can't even tell me the story, bro. Because uh, 
I had to go in that morning to run the omelet station. That's some hardcore shit. And he's laughing so hard, and I'm like, what happened? And he's like, this lady, she cut his fucking balls off, and he's fucking laughing, Do bro. you know the, what, the long term what happened? Was yeah, he able dude, to get well, you know, shits, I guess, uh, I, guess um, I heard that, uh, I heard he had surgery, but it was unsuccessful. <laughs> no, oh. I just played. That was an inside joke. I'm just joking. Oh. No, so, no, yeah, the ambulance came, got him, and I'm sure, I think he, like, I don't think they were totally off. I think they were like, you know still there and they i'm sure they fixed them up or whatever but the craziest fucking part bro is supposedly this chick was so drunk and i don't know if she was blacked out or the whole story bro but she called back the next day looking for her cell phone and shit saying she was a guest in the hotel and she had lost her cell phone and shit and so they told her to come get it and she shows up and the cops are there damn waiting for her <laughs> yeah God damn. Dude, I, t- I got stories on end for the hospitality industry, bro. For her cell phone. Yeah, That's bro. Why didn't she finish the job? She left him dangling. She could have <laughs> fucking... That's what I... I think they were just dude in there with the... And then the, you said a little knife. Was it like a fucking... Like one well, of those Swiss I, Army... I uh, see that. Every, you know, I didn't see it, bro. But all my stories coming from the first responders. I guess they called up the... It was like the engineer and the fucking uh, MOD or whatever at the, you know, because in the hotel you got the MOD and that could be the boss from any department. Yeah, CEO and shit. So the MOD and the fucking head of the maintenance department went up and that's what they told me. It was a little fucking knife, bro, blood all over the fucking bed, Mm. the door, big old mess. Probably was all dull. Híjole. Whatever, bro, but there's some crazy shit that goes on in the hotel. Tell you what, bro. One time, bro. I was fucking, uh, I got a funny story. Uh, one time, uh, it was me, a cook, and the head chef, and we were back at the walk-in freezer. Mm. So, you got, and then, so, the, where you prep, where the kitchen's at, the freezer's down a hall and around the way a little bit, you know, and you want to say probably like 20 yards, you know, through a hallway. Well, we had this one cook, we used to call him Luigi, because the fucking dude looked like Luigi from Mario and Luigi. You know, had a little. Yeah. The, the stash was a little bit not as thick, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, he looked like a Luigi, not Mario. So anyway, Luigi, he was fucking prepping up some meat, bro, and he was in the kitchen, and he was breaking down this meat like it was a big piece of meat, and he was breaking it down, picture like fajitas to make fajitas, bro. Okay. He's cutting it up, bro, and he's popping pieces and eating, and having a good old time. <clears throat> well, he pops one piece, and he fucking starts choking on it, bro. So this guy is by himself, starts fucking choking, and he realizes he's fucking in trouble. He makes his way down the hall to where I'm at with the chef, bro, and then the other cook. Dude, this dude's choking so bad at this time, he's blue, bro, like almost passed out. This fucking crazy German chef that was my boss at the time, oh, my God, holy fuck, oh, shit, (laughs) grabs him, bro. He starts fucking Heimlicking this fucker, but the dude's belly's so big, the chef can't get a fucking good grip. That's the worst German accent i've ever heard was anyway. it yeah i don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was, was good but anyway so then get this shit <laughs> he's doing the heimlich bro he yeah. can't get a good fucking grip just so happens the cook my homie fucking i'm still friends with him to this day because this was fucking when i was 17 years old bro the cook just so happened to be a big old fucker that was with yeah. us and i know this fool ain't never done no heimlich or nothing but he was big, bro, so he, this dude's dead in the chef's arm practically, bro, so uh, the the homie, the other cook grabs him, starts heimlicking him, bro, mm-hmm. this fucking dude is practically dead in his arms, passed out, bro, next thing I know, this big old hunk of gristle fucking, uh, comes out this fucker, bro, dude, homie was fucking getting it, heimlich style, yeah. dude, 
Turns out this fucking dude, his shit himself, pissed himself, bro. He was already. Prepared. He's already released, bro. He's already preparing for death. Released, bro. Right there. Done. So he fucking comes to. He's got shit all over his. You know he's fucking shitted yeah. on, pissed on the fuck. That's, that's a shitty situation because you're dead. all you're freaked the fuck out and then you're uh, you're embarrassed as fuck too. All fucking. But goddamn, at least he fucking. But at that point, it was just so scary for all of us. You know. Oh yeah, man. man. Yeah. I thought this dude was gonna be dead, bro. That's you know crazy. what the worst part about the whole thing is? Hmm. So. When you get hurt on the job or whatever, bro, the insurance, they drug test you first thing. Boom. Yeah. Because if you're, you know, incapacitated or on something, then the insurance company doesn't pay for it. Yeah. You know I mean? It's an easy way out. This motherfucker gets the ambulance, bro. Fucking shit it on. Takes the ambulance to the hospital. They drug test him, bro. He's fired, bro. Boom. Fucker tested dirty. Fucking. After all that, he loses his fucking job. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I tell you, bro. That's all the time we have today, guys. Thanks again for listening to the second episode of Truth Be Toked. Once again, give us a follow on Instagram at Truth Be Toked Podcast. Got a lot of awesome content coming to you with this new year. Please stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Happy New Year. Thank you. Bye.